And who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. XOXO. Who the f***? is Gossip Girl. This is a weekly podcast where two Gossip Girl fans, Kate and Annie, make one fool who's never seen Gossip Girl, that's me, Gav, watch the entire thing. Episode two is the wild brunch where we get very hung up for a good while on how Blair seems obsessed with losing her virginity only above crowded gatherings. We start to dislike Dan even more for being a dick to the working class, and we delve into some real-life teenage sadness, which I think might become a regular thing on this podcast. I've never heard the word fucking brunch so many times in my life. Like, they say the word brunch so much that it, it just loses all meaning. It becomes a non-word. Yeah. Also, I've never been to a brunch like that. No. Like, those, none of those foods are the foods I have at brunch. I'd like to go there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. So this episode was 2007. And I feel like if anybody lives in London or anything like that now, like, the word brunch is also lost all meaning because every single fucking pub does some bottomless, kind of like bottomless yeah. brunch. When someone now asked me if I wanted to go to a brunch then I was like, oh, I can't think of anything worse. No. I, I think bottomless brunches are, are the, the biggest fucking stress thing. They're a scam, aren't they? Let's face it. You can only have two Bloody Marys and then you do not want any more Bloody Marys. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times where I've been with like four people and I was the only one having Bloody Marys. Everyone else was having um, Prosecco. Like Prosecco. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to be hungover. I'm going to definitely want a Bloody Mary. But then, yeah, as you say, after you have like two or three. And especially if you're eating as well. Yeah. Because it's like a soup, isn't it? And then everyone else is drinking Prosecco, which is going down way easier than your essential cold (laughs) soup in a glass with horseradish and Worcestershire sauce sometimes. I I can't drink Bloody Marys anymore. Really? Once I got one, turned away, my friend put like so much Tabasco in it. I had like heartburn for like four hours, like the whole night. And I was just like, I, I didn't leave, obviously. But anyway, I'd like to point out Chuck's dad told Chuck not to drink, did he? Didn't he? Did he? In this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, lose the scotch or something. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah. I was like, oh, one... Parenting. You parenting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd read like a bunch of... Um, there was a bunch of like stories, because at the time when it came out, people were saying that it wasn't realistic because um, it showed them having sex and drinking, but not smoking. People were actually annoyed <laughs> that there were no teenagers smoking Great in point, it. point, though. Yeah. Apart from the spliff in the park. But I don't think you actually see them smoking, do you? Oh, I can't There's reference to it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, reference to smoking same, weed. Like, no. But, Chuck like, Bass cigarettes, would... there wasn't any. There no, isn't no. any. Also, yeah. Chuck Bass would definitely be, like, smoking cigars, wouldn't he? Yeah. Trying to be cool like his dad. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, so this episode starts with The Wave. Like, that's the oh, big God, thing. Oh, God, The Wave. The, like, flashback <laughs> to The Wave. Um, that really cracked me up. kind of liked it, because, it, like, I thought you just wouldn't see anything else from that night. It would just be, like, the end mm. of it. So it was good seeing Dan just making an absolute tit of himself waving. But, like, I feel like they played it up way more than it actually was. Like, it is kind of embarrassing, but I've fucking done worse oh stuff God. on first dates. Oh, my God. Worst endings to dates. I punched a guy on the shoulder, like... See you, champ. Did you really? <laughs> oh my god! Like I don't know why I did it. It just it just came out of nowhere. I've literally never punched anyone else on the shoulder ever. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you go on a second date? No. He's like no, because she's gonna beat me up. She's going for the face next time. <laughs> I think I was definitely trying to give off the, the oh, we're gonna be friends. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's awful. But also, I was really drunk, so yeah. What's your worst ending to a first date, Annie? Actually, my husband, yeah. he couldn't remember my name. Oh, no. And I remembered his, like, nickname that everyone calls him by and yeah. his first name, like, his actual name. I'm, he like, I've known anything. him for, like, 11 years and I barely know his first name. Like, it's only sometimes when I see his name yeah, pop up, I'm just like, who the fuck that? is James? <laughs> <laughs> 
know. I don't think I had too many first dates, to be honest. I don't Definitely. think I, I've never I've never done a wave. I've never punched someone. I don't think I've been like that sober at the end of a date to like yeah do something like that. But saying because you were saying it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, the first wave was fine, yeah. but it was the second wave. I think after he like the cab like yeah. <laughs> jolted and he's like yeah. Uh, uh, but also, I, I was kind of thinking, though, like, what did they, ex- what what were they both expecting to happen? Because his little sister, who's just been sexually assaulted, is in the cab. That doesn't make for, like, a, oh, stay here a minute, Jenny, with this stranger in this cab, while I just go try and make out with... I just want to make with, out with this bird. Yeah. Is that right? I don't think so. Um, so, yeah, I felt like they make quite a big thing about it. But I guess, like, that's all the whole point of Danny, him being this really awkward dude. Awkward slash awful. Oh, yeah, you hate him. I can't believe that you hate him so much. Um, His hair kind of pisses me off, to be honest. His hair is bad. (laughs) I'll just say that into the mic again. His hair (laughs) is bad. So uh, so after that, then, after the wave thing, I really like how... Serena turns up to Blair's house with uh, pastries. Every Sunday, breakfast at Tiffany's pastries. Like, they watch breakfast at Tiffany's every Every fucking week. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, that's a good film. Don't get me wrong. I love Jurassic Park. I'm not watching that anymore. Almost not every week. But, like, (laughs) that's a weird tradition to have. Do they mean watching the film or do they mean taking the pastries to Tiffany's and eating their breakfast at Tiffany's? Nah, I I I think it's probably the film. Both Both lame. lame. Um, all the way through that uh, when she's reaction because obviously like Blair then tells her that uh, she knows what she did and why she went away which is awful mm. um, and I kind of was on Blair's side Comple- for quite 100%, a lot of it. Yeah. Okay, 100% and it's really sad because she's obviously been such a dick to really undo this it's like look you're, you've been wrong like I'm completely on your side stop being a twat <laughs> just be a bit nicer about it be a bit cooler about it but in this scene like in the scene with like telling, she's telling Serena she knows Serena's reactions are amazing. I'm going to have to like save them so I can give them up. It looks like she's like constantly swallowing spew. Like she's just sicked up in her own mouth but she's trying to like swallow it to be cool. Like it's awful. I, I, I really like Serena. I think she's great but that wasn't a good scene for her. I can't remember those reactions. I wish I could. Is this a, is this an instance of Blake Lively doing good acting or bad acting? Bad, I think. I feel like swallowing puke is bad. But if my best friend was having a go at me, I might want to puke in my mouth. I had to like have a very similar conversation like that when I was in school because a girl that I was oh, going no. a girl that I was going out with um, a girl that I was going out with went. I, she went to a party, but I was grounded, so I couldn't go to the party. Oh, I know. Um, this I was is amazing like, already. And I was like, oh my god, my life is over. I can't go to this party. So, but my girlfriend at the time went. And she got off with, like, my <gasps> oldest ever friend um, and played with his dick a little bit. <gasps> oh, uh, my God. That's outrageous. Uh, How long were you going out for? We've been going out. We were 16. I think we've been going out for, like, two years. Oh, <gasps> my God. I know. What did you say to your friend? It was a really horrible conversation. It was like this really awkward because like we used to walk to school together every day. That's oh. how gossip girly we were. Like I'd walk past, except it was a little village in in, uh, in Wales. But I'd walk, I'd walk past, and he would just be on the edge of his end of his street every day, and we'd walk down the rest of the way to school together. And I walked past, and he was standing on the corner, and I just <gasps> walked past him. Nice, Ooh. I see. Yeah. I bet your like heart was pounding. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Did they tell you though, uh, or like how did you find out about it? I think there was like a chat. There was like a rumor going around, and, and I just girl. and then I just asked her. Yeah, gossip girl told me there wasn't gossip girl in Astrobmanach in Wales. <laughs> we, we didn't have the internet then, um, but yeah. But that is a, it's a horrible conversation to have. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I think Blair is like a hundred percent in the right, mm. especially for the fact that she like Serena disappeared. Yeah, without saying anything. 
Yeah. Without saying anything. But that's the thing, though. I guess she disappeared and she had literally had no idea what was going on then. So she doesn't know what's gone. It was awful. And then Nate just, like, carried on like everything was fine. Yeah. He must have thought all his numbers had come in because he'd just been like, well, i got to have sex with Serena. Now I'm worried that Blair's going to find out and everything's going to be fucking shit. Oh, she's just gone. I haven't got to deal with this. Sweet. That's awesome. Every guy's dream. Um, my, the best thing about this episode is I feel like the writers, because they were doing a brunch thing with it, the amount of food metaphors in this that are so laboured. I wrote one down because... I watched it about 50 times because it made me laugh so much. And it was, Serena's visit was short and not very sweet. You know what is? Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> we heard it's best served cold. Oh. Who's hungry? <laughs> oh, God. Gossip Girl is always saying things that don't actually make sense. Like, nobody says revenge is sweet, do they? That's bullshit. <laughs> but it was like... <laughs> also like it was it's just like that is someone who should have ended a sentence like three sentences ago but it's just like oh no this too like that's someone who's just drunk right in that is my favorite bit was uh when somebody said to somebody else i can't remember who oh this is really bad i should be able to remember it's a big plot point but they were like the invitation says black tie not black eye yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember punched? that. Uh, I can't remember this. Chuck. Chuck got punched in the first episode. By Dan. By Dan. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so when somebody says to Chuck... I think his dad says it to him. I think yeah, his dad his, says his it to him. his dad says it. Yeah. Oh, well, we meet that. for the first time as well. Um, I thought he was going to be somebody more famous, though. Maybe he is famous in America. I don't know. I, I, feel, like, I feel like I recognise him, yeah. but maybe I recognise him from Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> when you're Just watching like, that, oh, you're yeah, like, 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 he's like so famous, <laughs> but like from Gossip Girl. Oh, yeah. When uh, Jenny's talking to Blair, um, but basically like when she's getting dressed for the brunch. Yeah. And Jenny's like talking to her about like she wants to find out like, what Chuck's been saying. And uh, Blair says, Chuck likes to brag about his conquests, not his victims. Oh, is that yeah, right? I know. That's not all right, is it? Yeah, that's not all right at all. But it's just like this weird thing going on where everyone's just like, yeah, he's a scumbag, all right? Yeah, I mean, it's the whole boys, really will be, boys will be boys thing. Mm. Not yeah. okay. No, that is not okay at all. Extremely wealthy boys will be extremely wealthy boys. And then there was that re- there's a really mental bit, like the telegraph bit where uh, Jenny picks up the Cabbage Patch doll <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my brother's got one of these. Weird. Cedric. Yeah, it's like the weirdest little link ever. And just like, what is the point of this? And then obviously it like pays off later on. It's very much like Blair has to find out about this Cabbage Patch doll somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of feel like with that, they're building it up that Jenny is going to get lost in this world of rich dickheads. Yeah, she's already in there. She's yeah. already like willing to... What did she say to... Blair's just like, when Blair asks her, oh, is Serena your friend? And she's mm. like, yeah, she's nice, but she, I don't have to be nice or something yeah, like that, where yeah. she's implying really like, yeah, and Blair you know, she's to, willing to give up. And they give, she gives her the, Jenny that dress and she's just like, oh, don't worry, you can repay me later. It's like, this is a fucking mafia. Yeah. Like, when Jenny's going to have to do something really <laughs> This is what I mean. Girls are mind games. This is very much teen girl. Yeah. It's so true. But with it? a bigger budget. I wish I'd known that. I wish I'd known all the stuff I know about teen girls from Gossip Girl now, going back. <laughs> so I never I. I never would have got grounded and I would have been fine. I could have gone to that party and it would have been my dick getting Why did, why did, <laughs> why did she friends. get grounded? Um, because I... This is not... It's bullshit. I had like two friends over when my parents were away and I didn't tell them. And then they came home early. So two of my friends were just there and they just hated that. Oh my God, that's like... What were you doing? Just like hanging really out? Literally just movie. hanging out playing video oh, games. Oh, that's fine. I know. I I know. I'm going to write them a letter. Yeah. But then, back to the brunch then. So they keep having these, like, mental, sort of, uh, laboured 
uh, food metaphors. And then Gossip Girl says that there was quite an appetite for destruction. <laughs> and then you get to the brunch bit. There was this amazing thing that I read about it where people were like criticizing, as well as like the smoking thing. People were like, do you know what? They're having brunch. There's no waiters at the brunch. People were seriously oh. fuming. No, it was in. a buffet. Well, apparently there was no waiters going around with anything or anything like that. But they did have those statue women. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Oh, God. That's yeah, really strange. Dan's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just... Oh. Yeah, I can't remember the line, but When really Dan annoying. goes up to it, it's really annoying because obviously that woman who's been painted gold and made to stand like she's a statue does not want to be doing that on a Sunday morning. Tell you what she actually doesn't want as well, Dan, is you making fun of the fucking shit life choices she's had to make. She's earning some money. Dan's just there on for free as well. He's just been invited because Serena's mum makes her go. So then he has to go as well. But it's like the best thing when they both walk in together as well and then they see each other. But I also kind of feel like Serena acts like a bit of a dick because she's made Dan go to that brunch and then it's just like right I'm gonna go upstairs to this suite and just have a talk with Nate she's not even going up with him so she's going up like god knows how long Nate's gonna take to get up there and she's just sitting up waiting Dan's downstairs like alright this is alright is it like it's such a small place yeah, as well Dan yeah. is a wet blanket he'll do anything and he'll just chat to the golden statue ladies yeah well slag them off slag to them the, off to their faces he just find everyone that he can slag off and do that um, but also yeah I really kind of it is kind of shitty how Serena just lies to Dan straight away and just like, okay, now you're here in this thing. I also feel like Serena could have picked a better time to talk to Nate. Yeah. Rather than that brunch. And uh, fucking Chuck is just obsessed with those two, with Blair and Nate just having sex. <laughs> I he gives know. Gives her that key. He's like, he's so disgusting. Yeah. It's really horrible. creepy. But he's like, go seal the deal. Oh. We've already seen Blair try and have sex with Nate at another party. Is that her thing? Like, she can only <laughs> have sex while there's people downstairs, like lots of people. Gossip Girl says, will it be a three-way on D-Day? Oh. <laughs> no, Gossip Girl. I can safely say that... Situation is not going to end in a three-way. Um, but Blair goes fucking mental when she walks in and Serena's already there and blames Nate. It's like, how is that possibly Nate's fault? Because they were there to talk to each other. Yeah, well, yeah. Nate wasn't in his way to meet her. But but then how does well, Blair know? Because well, Blair walks in and then she's instantly furious that Serena's there. Because she, like, she doesn't want her there anyway. Yeah. Like, full stop, she doesn't want her at the brunch. Also, <laughs> Nate was the one that was I like, I love hearing just Serena. Like, full stop, she does not want her at the brunch. I fucking love Gossip Girl. <laughs> but like, <laughs> what I actually found hilarious was, you know how Nate was like, I need to talk to you. We need to talk right now. Yeah. And she, Serena was the one that didn't want to like, talk there. Yeah. But he was like, we need to talk right now. So he's like, really adamant that they need to have this conversation like right now that they need to do it and then Blair is like you know rubbing her titties on him and he just forgets about the whole thing yeah. and he forgets where he's going and he just shows up in the suite and he's yeah. like wait this is Chuck sweet like men are useless yeah. <laughs> so easily distracted but Nate is an idiot though he's yeah. very much an idiot and also I feel kind of bad for Blair because is it but this is what I don't know. Is it Blair's first time having sex? Yeah. Oh, well, that even that's even worse. Why did why does she want to have her first time at sex above a party at constantly sex. at sex? First time at sex. <laughs> first time just having a go at sex. Yeah. It sounds like I've never had sex. <laughs> just like I mean, uh, when you do a sex on someone. <laughs> oh, um, but like, I just don't get why she's in such a hurry to have sex for the first time with a guy who had sex with her hasn't she best friend built it up in her head though that she has to have sex with Nate because she and Nate are like meant to destined be. because they're so perfect for each other socially right oh, okay yeah but this is like a bigger like thing about society 
that mm. girls feel like they need to give it away mm. to seal their relationship. Like, I know that's like, awful. I hate that I understand this. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I'm just like, I, I totally get it. And it's like, it's not okay. It's, it shouldn't be that way. No. But also, it's quite unrealistic in that definitely Nate would have had sex with Blair by now. Do you think? In real life. In real life. Yeah. I don't know. If I was Blair, I'd be putting that shit off for as long as possible. Look at the state on him. He looks like a shit werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> He, like, for me, he's the worst thing in it. Do you know what? I think he's, like, depressed. He is, yeah. Yeah, like, I think, you know, we need to cut him some slack. I think he's, like, But I just very think he's, depressed. A ter- he's a terrible character. He's He's been picked to play that character because he's a beautiful man. He is a beautiful man, though, to be fair to him. <laughs> he is a beautiful man. But they're all, fucking, they're all fucking beautiful, to be fair. Um, Not Dan. Dan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like in this episode, this episode as well, is where we find out that Chuck's dad... And Serena's mum, Lily, again it together. You look like you're gonna say something. I just, stop yourself. I think L- Lily in general is quite shady in this episode. Yeah, she goes for like she knows that her daughter is dating Dan, and then she like engineers a coffee with Dan's dad, who she obviously has a history with. Yeah, and then she's like, Dan, how dare you see me with my lover? <laughs> right, it's just sort of a bit like. She needs to, like, put some distance between her and Dan, I think. There's that weird bit where they both, with Nate and Dan, are at the hotel, and they're just like, okay, we're just going to wait here and hope that she comes back. How fucking awkward is that situation where they're just, like, sitting in chairs, like, next to each other, like, why are you here? <laughs> well, because I want to have sex with Serena. It's like, why are you here? Same. <laughs> so, what is Serena supposed to do when she walks into the lobby and they're both there? Yeah. Like, how would, I don't know how I'd deal with that situation. And that's a that's a situation where Lily is like, she's, like, such a dick to Dan, she is but so nice dick. to Nate. Yeah. Like, like I understand, because... Dan is just insufferable. The, the literal worst. But can I just say the funniest thing I thought in the whole episode was when Lily and Rufus were grabbing that coffee. Mm. That whole interaction was like it insane. Was non-stop hilarious. Yeah, just I couldn't. And <laughs> Rufus is actually pretty terrible. Like, when she turns to him and she's like, "I'd like," because they're in Brooklyn, obviously. Yep. And she's like, "I'd like to get out of here before someone throws me down and tattoos me." <laughs> I literally <laughs> thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and then uh, he was like, kind of referring to like her thinking that he was like um, really desirable still. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh yes, it's the low income income tax bracket that like draws me to you." And I literally died. Like that is hilarious. I couldn't. Oh my god. I love Lily. I think she just does not give a fuck, and she's just like trying to get on with her life. I want to hear more about like what her situation is and like what happened and shit like that. Because obviously something bad has happened. I, I think know. we find out, don't we? Do you find uh, out quite well? Yeah. Over the course of the whole thing, we find out. Yeah. We find out a bit quite soon. I mean, I think. In the, in the first episode of this podcast I was like coming up with all these conspiracy theories like different parentage and stuff and it's, we're going to find out that Dan and Serena are related to all this <laughs> oh, shit yeah I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just a little bit too excited after <laughs> the first episode um, but it, yeah in that article I was reading about people saying it's not realistic um, that was another thing as well it was someone was furious at how many trees were in Williamsburg <laughs> <laughs> what? they were like there's not this many trees in fucking Brooklyn <laughs> And there's oh loads of trees in the actual thing. I can't remember how many trees there are in Williamsburg. Yeah. Not many, I don't think. Fair enough to that person who probably lives in Williamsburg. <laughs> Doesn't it end with them fighting again? Yeah. Did I make that up? There's like a shove. Yeah. Dan does a huge shove. Also, he's totally in the wrong, I think, because... Well, I can't really remember I don't know, Chuck exactly. did try and get off with his sister against No, will. yes. Okay, yes. And like Chuck actually says, she and I have unfinished business. Oh! What the fuck, Chuck? Stop being such so a dick. dark. Stop being such a rapist. <laughs> God. Oh my God. But... 
okay, no, I take it back. But he is in his like Chuck's dad's brunch that he was uninvited to. Yeah. yeah. And then calls a big scene and then called Chuck an asshole. But Chuck is an asshole. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like I know you don't like Dan, and I like I did like Dan at the beginning. I feel like he completely overreacts to quite a lot of stuff that's going on. Because because obviously he finds out that also the confrontation bit is fucking mental. Like I do know their names by now, but if I didn't, I would, I was kind of still confused because they just keep saying each other's names. Like if you listen to that, it's like Dan, no, Blit, like hey, and like Serena, and they like they keep saying their names back and forth like every single time. I think maybe the writers were just like, oh, people won't know their names yet, so we have to get everyone <laughs> saying their names constantly. Um, and that's what happens. But then Dan says to Serena, oh, I thought you were different when he hears all that. You could have been really cool about this, man. Yeah. Mm. I feel like you could have been cooler about this. Also, I've written down here, didn't Serena just meet Dan like two days ago? Yeah. And he's acting like they're like married. Yeah. Well, he says like, I thought you were different. Like to all this stuff. And just, she obviously is different now. I feel like if that had happened to me, and that was my dream girl. And out of nowhere, she's, I want to go on a date with you. I don't mind you're a fucking weirdo who waves with his sister from a cab. She can, she could have done whatever she wanted. As long as she's done with that stuff now, she's ready to settle down with a boring dude. Absolutely fine. <laughs> a boring Brooklyn. poor dude with from With a really Brooklyn. expensive loft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also thought Serena throwing her phone away oh, yeah. was both amazing and hilarious. <laughs> So that's the like that's the last thing that happens is like her looking through all these photos, seeing like three pixels on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that was that time. <laughs> that was that time we were friends, um, and then throw. Yeah, it is kind of weird because I was just thinking of logistics, pure logistics. What are you doing? She's super rich though. Yeah, I suppose. And she's Serena Vanderwood, and she doesn't care who has her number. Yeah, she's got. She she people will find her. People will find her. Um, so at the end of this as well, I just wrote from the, f- I know it's not a big thing and you told me to get out of my head who Gossip Girl is, but there's an amazing bit during the confrontation, which definitely cements. So I said, I've always said Jenny or Chuck and there's an amazing bit, uh, where Chuck is like talking and he says it really weirdly. He just goes, they were like, how do you know that? And he just goes, I know everything. And I was like, motherfucker, that's the second time you've said that. <laughs> like this dude is fucking Gossip Girl. <laughs> I'm not so sure about Jenny anymore because she went at the brunch, but maybe she's working with someone. Don't know. Maybe she was painted in gold. Like in my head, I'm imagining like Scream. Like that's Gossip Girl is basically Scream. So there's two people who are Gossip Girl, and someone's getting murdered. <laughs> That was episode two, The Wild Brunch. I hope you liked it. If you did, then definitely subscribe to the podcast. And why not pop a little rating and review on iTunes too? It takes seconds and it really helps us out. If you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at Gossip Girl Pod. And you can email us gossipgirlpod at gmail.com. Maybe you find bottomless brunches as stressful as we do. Or you think Dan was right to take the piss out of the gold statue lady. Let us know. If you're watching along, the next episode is Poison Ivy, where we get pretty confused about Ivy League school parties and actually start to warm up to Rufus a bit. 